We know that you wanted to be at the Fight Laugh Feast Conference, but you can't come all the days. We have a day pass where you can come on Saturday where you get to hear great speakers like Pastor Doug Wilson, Pastor Jared Longshore, Pastor Toby Sumter, Cross Politics Live Show with Jason Whitlock and Megan Basham. Join us for the Sabbath Feast where we get to laugh with comedian John Brangian all for the low, low price of $99. Sign up for the day pass, flfnetwork.com. Looking forward to seeing you there at the conference. Sanctify the Lord, he said. To the word, to the word we go. Let him be your fear, let him be your dread. Bend, break, burn, and blow. So good. You, cha- you, you, you changed my opening, actually, just right, right like that. Yeah, because I wanted some beer. Hey, y'all. Welcome to <laughs> Cross Politic Beer and Psalms Wednesday. Uh, yes. Yes. And this is to the word. This yeah. is actually a. Um, we call it a sea shanty. There we go. <laughs> Golly. Pastor Toby, Chalk Knocks, I'm the, I'm the water boy. Uh, you're acting like and Biden a, right now. Are you okay? A, apparently. <laughs> Jackie! <laughs> Jackie! Stop. <laughs> that poor family. I got three things. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. I want to hear the song. Just get to the ad. Let's go. Oh, oh. Wait, wait. We, we have beer? a beer. Yes, what's it This called? is the Big Bad Baptist Reserve. Hey! Big Bad Baptist Reserve from yeah. our friends are, in uh, are Vancouver. We, are we making yep. friends with Baptists doing this or not? Yes. Uh, I would hope so. All this, the this right like that. This is olive branch. Hey, Look how hey, good that looks. Here, sure, are you sure, sure it's not some. the big, bad Presbyterian? This is man. dark, boy. Boy. Yeah, I, this I can't is even that see grown man uh, stuff right yeah, here. That, I'll put hair on your chest. Hey, um, that's that, that's what my, my, my dad used to say all the time. I, I lost my notes. I only oh, here. I'll, I'll go ahead and pour some for you. Pour some for you. While I'm doing that? Yeah, I got you. And it's frozen. Can't Can't read it. I don't even know what my ad is. Hey, let's okay. make magazines great again while Haley fixes the prompter. Yep. Um, we got a quarterly magazine that's like a big bad Baptist. Ooh. Oh, uh, it comes out once a quarter, and it's got articles on theology and culture and yep. politics mm-hmm. and uh, feasting. There's even recipes that's right. included. Yes. That's right. My, uh, if you checked out this yep. issue, I had a recipe on you had a recipe pork shoulder. That even like it was the big, big bad Baptist pork shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they do know how to do. You should yeah. sign up. You should also sign up. Friends, enemies, frenemies. I think them all. Costi Hin needs it. Oh, send yeah, send Costi. Uh, uh, send him ten. Buy for his church. <laughs> <laughs> Just love to have him like have these random Fight Laugh Feast magazines show up. At please his, please at do his that. Church. Please yeah. do that and let us know that you bought Costi a subscription. <laughs> yeah, we love him. Four issues. $60 a year. Go to fightlifefeast.com right now and sign up. Lord have mercy. What that's did they do to good. this thing? That's pretty good. Yeah, that's it's like nice bourbon or something. Yeah. It's like, what? It's like holiness. Praise God. Cheers to the king. So, mm, cheers, so to the cheers. King. cheers. Cheers to the king. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers to the king. So wow, uh, we actually um, starting off kind of on a on a, a note of praying for our brothers in Florida, Tom Askell yeah. and all those guys. There's, yeah. a, there's a hurricane right. like bearing down. Like the red part is going right over. Yeah, Hurricane Ian. Yeah, It's going right over Cape uh, Coral, Cape, Cape, Cape Coral. Coral, yeah, yeah. Where, where Tom's at, where, where Fort Myers, where, where Tom's at. Yeah, uh, so be praying for them. But um, we actually got some. Uh, this is really uh, this, the way they produce. This is really cool. Watch this. Now we can zoom in on some areas, like for example, in the Fort Myers Cape Coral area, where we know there's the most extensive canal system in the world. 
Well, the water's going to find its way insidiously into all these little areas, and in some cases, will be up to six, nine feet above normally dry ground. Wow. Let me show you what that looks like and exactly why you need to evacuate. Here is where the water comes up to three feet. Well, by the time it does that, it's too late to evacuate. Who knows what's in this water? Chemicals, floating objects, three feet of water can easily float a car away. We also know there's few places that get water rises way above that, above normally dry ground. Nine, Nine feet. feet. That can completely submerge some buildings, homes, businesses. This, in many cases, is not survival, which is exactly why we tell you to evacuate and follow the advice of the National Hurricane Center and all the local officials. Whoa. Stay safe. Man. That's pretty cool production, actually, for... I'll watch the Weather Channel if they're doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. Al almost, you know, as, almost as cool as... Uh, you know what God did in the Red Sea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, almost, almost. Yeah, I, and you know, for both. And that was, but that wasn't real. I, I know that. No, <laughs> but, but I but would. Moses, I, what Moses did with his stick. But that, but that the view real. has some like really good insight oh. on on the, the <laughs> on Ron DeSantis that, and climate change. We're gonna need more of this. <laughs> we need more yeah, beer. Yeah, Roll yeah, this, Baptist. According to the NPR, to NPR, Florida's climate challenges are among the biggest in the country. Yes, that's hurricanes. Pause. Did she say according to NPR? Right. That was that was like this is the view. Yeah. Already dubious. Yeah. NPR doubly dubious. Yeah. It's like according to the view, the view said this. <laughs> if if NPR said it, it must be yeah, true. Right. NPR. Wow. Keep going. Man. Intensified by yeah. climate change, yes. rising sea levels, yes. extreme heat that and water. drought, yeah. and health. This one's the worst one. Health threats from mosquito-borne diseases. Okay, oh. this is the quote from Governor DeSantis yeah. about climate change. Quote: I am not in the pews of the church of the global warming leftists. This is what oh. he thinks about climate change, and now his state is getting hit with one of the worst hurricanes well, that perhaps they will ever see. Is that? Could you imagine? Right now, it's like they call us kooks yeah. because we say, hey, the judgment of God right. is falling on people because they're not repenting and they're acting in sinful ways. Yeah. But he gets up here and, and blasphemes their God. And she's like, aha. And Mother Nature is visiting him with a storm. <laughs> <laughs> right? And it's hilarious because, right. wait a second, I thought this was a bad thing to do. I thought we're the kooks here. But they have no problem. He yeah. sits up there and says, I'm not in your church. Yeah. Right. You worship a false God and yeah. you're wrong. That's right. And she's like, oh. They're How all, dare you? You can hear the blasphemy. Yeah. <gasps> blasphemy. And now look at him. Yeah. God done visited him with a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, so climate so, change done did that to him. But I appreciate it because it's just an inescapable fact that, okay, so everybody knows, again, with climate change, everybody knows that something's wrong and something's broken. Yeah, yeah, everybody no. is playing that. Is under is playing yeah. that game, and so they she's just being honest about the fact that hey. But part of this too is like I need to. I mean, we need to revisit the statistics on storms in yeah, Florida. Like I, yeah. I mean, honestly, like every time there's a storm, everybody's like, see, you know, global warming. Uh, I mean, climate change. Yeah, yeah, I mean, global yeah. cold cooling. I mean, yeah. I don't know. And it's it's frequently just been weaponized, yeah. and it's not actually anybody looking at actual data and saying, okay, how many storms have there been? What what severity? We I mean we only have like seventy five right. years of really good records. But right. I, I'll tell you mm -hmm. what, seventy five years, two hundred years, three hundred years. If a storm comes that looks like this, the first thing I'm going to do is repent. 
Every time. <laughs> Every time. Right, Every okay. time. The first thing I would do is be like, all right, Lord. I don't care if just, I just left church. Just, just in case I might have some unseen sins, some stuff going on in my yeah. life. Let me just make yeah. sure that <laughs> we got that right. Yeah. And then I'll follow accordingly. It's always a good time. Yeah, just, just a so, good time. So like The View is trying to make this about global warming and all this. The press is trying to blame Ron DeSantis already. Trying, They're trying to politicize this already. Of course. What? FEMA Administrator Chris Wallace said today that she acknowledged concerns that of Florida's, as it was said, lacks response to the storm so far. And that whoa, 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 whoa. Give me a break. That is nonsense. Stop politicizing, okay? Stop it. We declared a state of emergency when this thing wasn't even formed. We've had people in here. You've had counties doing. Uh, they've done a lot of hard work. And, and honestly, you're trying to attack me, I get. But, like, you're attacking these other people who've worked very hard. And so so that's just totally false. Um, I don't think we've ever, certainly since I've been governor, declared a state of emergency this early. Uh, we made sure that we were very inclusive with it. We said that there was a lot of uncertainty, and, and we've worked to make sure um, the preparations that have been done and all the, the stuff, you talk to the people at the counties when they've needed something, stuff gets there very quickly because of what Kevin and his team have done. First of all, Ron, Ron DeSantis, so they're trying, the press is trying to ask him a question like, hey, you aren't responding you're, well already. You're not prepared for this story. You know, and Ron's like, basically, I'm not FEMA, so I'm, I'm responding well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bars. What's up? Facts. And, but what's funny is, is I think whenever I watch Ron DeSantis' press conferences, uh-huh. I always think the person asking the questions actually on his team. It seems like it's a planted question. Really, Gabe? I think I think it really, is. Gabe? I think it's kind of like a planted question. And Ron, Ron's like he's like already prepared. He hits it out of the park. He does a great job. It just seems a little planted to me. Let's move be. on. Let's no, move on. Wait, 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 wait. I just gotta punch you in the face a little bit on this one. <laughs> better not. Be. How could? Why would you? Out of all my, the things, my that, opinion of DeSantis would go crashing down. I don't even if think he's playing those kind of games. I don't think he would. Now, if you were talking about Kareem Jean-Pierre, I might be like, okay, you might have a point. Yeah. Or, you know, with some yeah. bite. But, I mean, he just because he does such a good job answering the question doesn't speak to the fact that he's setting them up. It means that they just ask poor questions and he's so far yeah. ahead of them. Yeah. I just want to say. It's I mean, it's you possible. need to have another sip of that. Yeah, Bob Baptist. I need to loosen up a little bit. All right. So, so, but Ron also responded, I think, earlier that day and just saying, hey, here, here's everything we're taking care of. Uh, he, he said, um, Florida is ready to respond. We have fleets of high water vehicles, 42,000 linemen, 7,000 National Guardsmen, and 179 aircraft prepared to help. Wow. And so Ron's, you know, very prepared. Yeah. One of the things that I was thinking about all this is oftentimes presidents will come and do a, a walk, a post, a post damage walkthrough. Yeah. And all this. And I forget which president it was. There's one president, um, that wouldn't do it. I mean, it was a kind of an older president. He wouldn't do it because he didn't want to politicize the tragedy that was going on, let's no. say, in Florida, New Orleans, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and I actually think, I mean, you see uh, Biden's done this. I mean, of course, George Bush did this. Even Trump did this. Yeah, everybody. Uh, all the presidents Oklahoma, do Oklahoma, when they got hit with the tornado. Oklahoma. Yeah. First of all, it's not the – I don't think it's the um, federal government's job to deal with natural disasters like this. I think this is Florida's job. This is my natural disaster. This is on my coast. This is my job. Mm-hmm. It's the federal government's job to deal with war and stuff, but not natural disaster. But I do think the federal government should be involved in how, uh, you know, at least you know, it can love its neighbor. If it's got troops in the area, you guys can help, you know, with the natural disaster. If we got a vehicle in the area, we'll, we'll, free, we'll free them to assist a state. Exactly. Yeah. And all this because uh, all these things are being politicized. All these natural disasters are absolutely yeah. politicized. And you're already seeing some of the politicization. So, there. Wait, so I think part of the assumption in there is, though, that they wouldn't help unless they were forced to or shamed into it. And so – you yeah, have to have yeah. FEMA because they can choose not to do, not, not to be kind to their neighbor in a lot of ways, and so they're saying we want to make it some sort of law. What would so what would you do? 
if you're president and you have like Florida's about to get hit and go through it, what do you do to help them if this you're not is, required? This is to? one of those places where you do have. I mean, we've lost a sense of this, but you have, um, in terms of different spheres, yeah. heads of spheres have uh, have um, they're, they're, they they talk to each other as equals, but actually, in a sense, in this place, I think Gabe's exactly right. Ron DeSantis, he's the captain. Right. Yes, this and is so, his place. And so if you're in the federal government at this point and you have resources that might be useful to Florida. Yeah. Or I'm, troops in the area yeah, or whatever, I think, base, I think, military I think, base. I think you call up the governor and yeah. his people and you say, hey, I'm at your disposal. If there's anything that you need that is reasonable that I can provide, yep. let me know. Yep. Um, but you're you're calling the plays. Yeah. So it's not like it's not well, like, I think I still want to kind of separate the federal government in one sense or another from sure. I, I think there's But the if one, we're talking about personnel. Yeah, I think but I, so or emergency supplies. I want to as much as I can incentivize love for neighbor in the individual yep. sense, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And not from the force of the federal government. That's right. So then maybe something like I was telling Gabe as we were walking through this, I think I want to use my bully pulpit to come to Florida and say, hey, these are our brothers. These are our uh, countrymen. Um, I want to call on churches and I want to call on people who are in the mercy ministries to come and offer their hand as much as they possibly can. And then the other thing I want to do with the military is say, "Okay, you have paid time leave. We are willing to continue. We don't have an emergency right now in our neck. Right. We're good. You have paid time leave. And if you need equipment to use, so mm-hmm. go through the process and the personnel to sign out the equipment, to use that equipment as your own personal individual to help out those people in Florida. And if those people are encouraged to do so and they do it, I want that kind of I want to incentivize that, it. That and then I, I want to sure. incentivize it. And then I want the individual to make the decision to go yeah. and support yeah. and help with as much as, as I much can. personal responsibility but as possible. Exactly. And, and I'm just saying exactly. all my hillbilly rednecks, they're ready. They're ready to help right now. They well, got their four wheel drive. They got their well, boats. They're ready. It's it, like Hurricane Katrina. A lot of that was say, going on. A yeah. lot of a lot of times you yeah. you get you know the, the the those guys will come down from Georgia. They'll come down yeah. from right. um, from Louisiana. They'll come over yep. uh, from Mississippi, from Texas, even. Yep. And, Slam. And, They'll bring uh, their hover boats from okay. Texas. And, and, and they'll, be, they'll be stepping in. They'll be stepping in. There's yep. a, there's a lot of good old boys that come over. Yeah, but the problem is is Biden. Biden's not the problem there. Is he's, Biden. He, the problem is uh, no, Biden. No, Gabe. The problem did is you, sin. The problem did, is sin. Did, did you see okay. his? His re- recent press conference where no. he, he couldn't even watch. And I want to thank all of you here, for in- including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here to help make this a reality. Jackie passed away last month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she couldn't be here. In, in August. <laughs> And yeah. who's Jackie? She is a representative out of Indiana. Uh, she is a Republican who was she working. She died in the car accident. Yeah, yeah that's yep, right. That's in August, she died in the yep, car okay. accident. Yep. Um, but you know what? <laughs> but the, she couldn't be there. She, uh, <laughs> she she's. But, but, but KJP actually, I think, had a reasonable explanation. Oh, okay. Actually, not really. Final one. What happened in the hunger event today? The president appeared to look around the room. Uh, for an audience member, a member of Congress who passed away last month, he seemed to indicate she might be in the room. What, so, what happened there? So the president w- was, uh, as you all know, you guys were watching uh, yeah. today's event, a very important <laughs> event yeah. on uh, food insecurity. The president was naming uh, the congressional champions on this issue. He was dead And naming. was acknowledging her <laughs> incredible work. He had, uh, he had already uh, planned to welcome the congresswoman's family uh, to the White House on Friday. There will be a, a bill signing in her honor this coming Friday. Friday. Uh, so, of course, she was on his mind. She was a top of mind uh, for the president.
that he uh, looks very much looks forward to discussing her remarkable legacy of public service with them when he sees her family this coming Friday. Incredible. Good. I like the tap, the tap dancing. <laughs> that was really good. That is a great story. I think the White House press is actually starting to wake up a little bit. Okay. Because they followed up and asked her again. This question of the Congresswoman, and I think we all totally get why she's top of mind. You've made that case pretty effectively. Um, well, but I you. think the confusing part <laughs> is why, if she and the family is top of mind, does the president think that she's living and in the room? I don't find that confusing. I mean, oh. I think many people can speak to sometimes when you have someone top of mind. They're a top of mind, exactly that. Uh, and it is also, if you put it into the context, it's not like it happened without outside of context, right? It happened at an event. Uh, where we were um, uh, champ- we were calling out the champions, uh, congressional champions in particular of this uh, issue, this important issue uh, when it comes to food insecurity, something that this administration has led, led uh, on uh, from the beginning of this administration, not just across the country, but, uh, but also globally. You heard him talk about food insecurity oh, man. last week. At She's the keep going. Uh, the investments that we have put forward uh, as as the U- as as the United States of America and helping and helping deal with that. Look, he was at an event. You all saw. You all watched, which is why you're asking the question, right? Where he was calling out again uh, congressional leaders, uh, a bipartisan uh, leadership that we have seen on this particular issue. And now, man, she's good. Again, no, she's she's drowning. I Hold mean, on, hit pause real I quick. Mean, I just, I just got. Remember we talked about this a long time I mean, ago. It's not, it's, not, it's not answering the question, but man, she's just she's just going. She, she, she's got the she's, she's got going. the she's got the she's she's going. She's been well, she's been doing you it know, long enough. And, and it's and all the sleight of hand, you know. It's like look at my hand over here. Don't watch what I'm doing over here. You know. <laughs> um, remember when we talked about her when she first got put in this position? Yeah. And I said she's a fall person. Hmm. She's they dumped this on her and she is doing her best to stay afloat, Uh but they are killing her. There's got to be a video like paying her enough. No, nah, not even close. Not even. I I think she needs a raise. No, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. But, you know, so they ran. So here's a couple of things I was thinking about with this. Um, She needs like hazard BS pay. You know, (laughs) it's gotten serious now, though, because whenever the the media who is not necessarily the ones that are your enemies are starting to say that looks really bad. Right. That he's calling for a dead lady who he is going to see her family this weekend. Right. And he's assuming she's alive and And, in the room right now. And and he's going to see them in order to. Thank them and remember that, you know, he's seeing them because she's dead. Right. <laughs> right. That's, and he's wanting to know if she's in the room or not. Yeah. And he's probably going to have to be reminded about yeah. who when he she walks, was. Like, when he, when he walks the into the room, you're about to meet this right. is Jackie's family. Right. Remember, Jackie's dead. Okay. So I think well, conservatives need to do something right now. They have a great opportunity okay. not to be jerks. They need to say, hey, listen. We're not going to try and pull a political play on you. We're not going to try and be weird. You got to tell us the truth. Mm -hmm. What's really going on? Because this is somebody who has the codes, the codes to hit the button. And if he's having a bad day, nuclear code, and and you don't have your handler around. The Democrats did this to Trump. Right. But that's that's crazy. He's got nuclear codes. Well, that's right. They said he was mentally unstable and somebody with that type of attitude should not be in charge of codes. codes. Well, what about a person who thinks a dead person is alive? alive? Right. And thinks that they're in the room with them. Okay. Now, listen, this is not about Republican. This is not about Democrat. This is not about midterms. Yeah. This is about us being honest. And I think that this is a great opportunity if we can 
be normal and they can be sane and say, listen, we don't care. Well, you can still pick. We're not going to act crazy with you. Just don't put us in this kind of predicament position. No one wants to be in the car with him behind the wheel. Man. You can get Kamala. Man. You can get, yeah. I don't care. Well, you can get whoever you want for the next two years, but mm-hmm. at least just tell us the truth because mm-hmm. it's dangerous, right? It's gotten to the point it's dangerous right now. Right. You know, there's yeah. a process in the Constitution. Yeah, that 25th, huh? Yeah, you know, you know about, you know about mm-hmm. that amendment. But mm-hmm. it, I, I wasn't going to bring it up. Okay. I wasn't going to bring just, it up you know, in case we had to. But it includes <laughs> mental health. Right, it does. Yeah, that's actually yeah. what it's for. He can't do his. Yeah, it was done. It was done because was it uh, Woodrow Wilson? Uh, was that who it was? I, I yeah. can't remember which president. His was. wife was basically running the country. Yeah, for him. yeah. and so well, they needed to put some things in place. But you have to actually have the um, his whole cabinet sign on. Basically, it's it's you know like vice president and and, okay. and cabinet okay. need to sign on and bring a petition. Uh, I think it's to the Senate. I think this is a nail in the coffin. Mm. I think this, yeah, you think I, it's I, that big of a deal? I, he will. Wow, I, if he runs now. This it's pure arrogance if he runs for president. Right. At this point, everybody for re-election you mean for re-election nail, nail yeah, yeah. the coffin for re-election. Yeah, not nail the coffin for being removed from office. No, no, I don't think they have to make this next two years. They have to right. float it out because yeah. if this is this is weekend at Bernie's, right? Yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. But I think that we again, I want to be. Conscious and yeah, let them know everybody's yeah, yeah, expecting a political yeah, play. I don't yeah, want to give a political yeah, play. I just want the yeah, truth. Yeah. I just want you to tell me the truth right now. Yeah. Do you think it would be? I mean, if you're a Democrat, do you do you actually seriously think you know what? Actually, maybe we should get Kamala in, in here. I th- they wouldn't do Kamala. Um, oh, I mean, That's I guess the it's problem. VP. I, I think they gave, I think you're about to hit it. Go ahead. It, it, um, so if if it's a VP swapping out for a president yeah. um, because the president needs to step down, mm-hmm. I mean, Kamala obviously is going to be that person. But in terms of running for president. Com- they aren't. Uh, Democrats aren't going but, for commie. No, no. I, but he, but he's but my question but, is: Is this Kamala? Is it is that a better setup? If you've got to go two more years with dementia, you know, Joe, no, dementia Joe. Um, um, do, no, no. I mean, is, does that make people more likely to say whatever the Republicans got, we'll take it? Or does Kamala kind of bring the temperature down a little bit and say eh, she's a little awkward too, but uh, but she's at least not old and crazy. Kamala is hated by so many okay. that they would rather have a Republican take the spot Either if way. they could. So you think it's you um, don't think it matters? So they have Joe. They they better jump past Kamala and say, yeah. oh yeah, she she has some videos where she wasn't speaking very clearly either. So Nancy, come on up here. You're the next <laughs> contestant on the Price Is Right. <laughs> <laughs> but Nancy, oh, though, all right, yeah, home. Right. It's where you build your legacy where traditions are started seeds are planted meals are shared and stories are told home is where you prepare to go out into the world finding the home that's perfect for your family is a big job story real estate is moscow idaho's top real estate team they give people real estate advice all over the country family homes investments land new construction or commercial they know real estate if you've thought about a move to moscow idaho or anywhere in the country actually reach out and get connected with a story real estate agent wherever you're going they can help guide you home. Visit storyrealestate.com. Mm. The Psalm of the Day Psalms. Cheers. is actually Isaiah 8. That's, but, that's not a... What? But, but we can sing Isaiah 8. No. That's yeah, listen. That's what, that's what we're doing. That's, that's Aaron Snell right there singing it. Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself and let him be your fear. Let him be your dread. And he shall be for a sanctuary, but for a stone and stumbling, for a rock of offense to the houses of Israel. For a gin, that's like a trap. For a snare or to, drink. The, to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, <laughs> at, which is also a trap. And many among them shall stumble and fall and be broken and be snared and be taken. Bind up the testimony, seal the law among my disciples. 
and I will wait upon the Lord that hideth his face from the house of Jacob. I will look for him. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord hath given me are for signs and for wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts, which dwelleth in Mount Zion. And when they shall say unto you, seek unto them that have a familiar spirit, unto wizards that peep. <laughs> I like that. And mutter. <laughs> peep, that's what wizards do. They peep. peep and mutter. They peep and mutter. Should not people seek unto their God for the living to the dead? To the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there's no light in them, and they shall pass through it, hardly bestead and hungry. And it shall come to pass that when they shall be hungry, they shall fret themselves and curse their king and their God and look upward. And they shall look into the earth and behold trouble and darkness, dimness and anguish, and they shall be driven to darkness. Now, first off, one obvious question for this particular version is the refrain, bend, break, burn, and blow, and People have asked me about it over the years. Why Why do we sing that? Well, it comes from John Donne, of course. You know John Donne, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, good friends. Yeah, Batter My Heart, Three-Person God. It's a sonnet that he wrote. Listen, Batter My Heart, Three-Person God, for you, as yet but knock, breathe, shine, and seek to mend, that I may rise and stand, or throw me and bend your force to break, blow, burn, and make me new. Mm. I, like a usurped town, to another do. Labor to admit you, but oh, to no end. Reason your viceroy in me should defend, but is captive and proves weak or untrue. Yet dearly I love you and would be loved fain, but I am betrothed unto your enemy. Divorce me, untie or break that knot again. Take me to you, imprison me. For I, except you enthrall me, never shall be free, nor ever chaste, except you ravish me. Mm. What the sea shanty does is apply that language of bend, break, burn, and blow to the work that God does specifically through his word and through his testimony. His word is fire. His word is a hammer. His word breaks our hard hearts and bends them back into the shape they were meant to be. His fire word burns and blows out all our impurities until we shine with his image. And right before this passage, just two verses before, it actually says, do not say a conspiracy or confederacy to all who say conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear. Do not be afraid. Instead, sanctify the Lord. Let him be your fear. Let him be your dread. And he will be your sanctuary, even while many others stumble and fall in various snares and traps. God's people bind up God's word and treasure it, and they look to him. Isaiah was given particular children as signs of God's work in Israel, but all Christians can see their own children as general signs of God's favor and blessing on them. And when people come urging you to listen to the wizards that mutter and chirp or peep, the wizards of economic catastrophe, the wizards of political turmoil, the wizards of environmental catastrophe, the wizards of fear and panic, let your answer be to the word, to the law, to the testimony. If they do not speak according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. They will go hungry and only find trouble. Sanctify the Lord. Let him be your fear. Let him be your dread. And he will be your sanctuary. But those who wait on the Lord will find light. That's right. So this is a charge to be people of the word. Ask God to take his word and drive it into your heart. Ask him to wield the word upon you, to bend, break, burn, and blow until you and your family shine with his glory. Amen. That was good, Toby. Cheers to the king. Yes. Cheers. We serve a good God. Amen. And thanks to you, big bad Baptists. Yes. Yes. Max. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. This is awesome. 
Um, Fight Lab Feast Conference. Hey, that's where we're going. October 6th through 8th. We'll be singing the song? Is this in the one? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's in there. Okay, I just want to yeah. make sure. Yeah. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. If you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic. It is the duty of the free man to resist tyranny at every turn. Every man will either watch his freedom stripped away or take action to protect what he loves. Introducing the A3, the newest revolutionary body armor from Armored Republic. The A3 is the new standard for lightweight multi-hit body armor. A3 plates are incredibly light at 4.6 pounds. The patented design captures fragmentation while remaining multi-hit capable. The A3 will stop up to M80 ball, yet comes in at only 0.7 inches thick. The A3 is the thinnest NIJ.06 compliant or certified composite standalone plate that includes the drop test. The A3 is the first of its kind, patent pending, that combines an alloy strike face with polyethylene backing revolutionizing body armor technology by providing strength and durability while remaining sleek and maneuverable. The A3 is the new standard in lightweight body armor. The fight against tyranny just got stronger. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations, the world's largest classical Christian homeschooling community. I'm launching a new podcast, Refining Rhetoric. If you like cross-politics or just listen to hear what crazy stuff they're saying today, you will enjoy refining rhetoric. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. I practice the 15 tools of learning by interviewing great guests, looking at current events, and talking about cryptocurrency. Meet Big Ed. He has a tax-funded taste for children. Big Ed knows that the best grooming starts early. He has a plan for your preschoolers, a plan to gender confuse your grade schoolers. But if you think his grooming stops there, you have not been paying attention. Big Ed wants to liberate your daughters from old-fashioned ideas like, well, you already know. Big Ed has dorm rooms ready for you in prison buildings of learning. And professors standing by dedicated to grooming young adults in doubt and unbelief. After all, he is the gatekeeper of this brave new world. And if you want a job, you'll need to pay him with years of your life for a permission slip. Yeah, whatever. You think David paid Goliath for a certificate in giant management before those two squared off? Did Luther major in theses? Was George Washington summa cum laude in empire repellents? while Jefferson focused on ag with a minor in declarations. When the world needs saving, meaningful vocations abound for those who are truly prepared. And the truth is, despite Marxist advances, this is still America and Big Ed is still a voluntary opt-in. So don't. Not at any level. Not preschool, not middle school, not college. It isn't complicated. When Big Ed offers you free candy, Stay away. You'll thank us later. We know it's crazy, but run with us here. Men and women were created in the image of God. 
You don't need a government certificate of faux learning for personal validation or permission to work. You were born with divine permission to pursue knowledge and understanding, truth, goodness, and beauty. And at New St. Andrews College, we are committed to helping students do just that to their fullest potential. In an age dominated by chaos when learning is on a choke leash controlled by Big Ed and his many strange friends, ours is an education for outlaws, an education for men and women committed to building a beautiful and free society in the ruins of the Western world. When thinking is outlawed, only outlaws will think. Yes, Big Ed hates what we do, but his hatred brings us joy. New St. Andrews College. Liberal Arts for Outlaws. Mind, Body, and Soul.